welcome to episode number 50 of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. This is our birthday edition. I'm very proud of myself to have now published 50 episodes of this podcast. It's Ooh. unbelievable. And um, I hope you enjoy this one. And um, I'm going to introduce our guest in a couple of minutes. So my name is Bettina Deda. I'm passionate about helping empty nesters and apartment dwellers achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. If you listen regularly to this podcast, you know that I speak a lot about happiness at home and how to be happier at home. I've published several articles on that um, topic as well. It's a topic close to my heart and I um, also have suggested several books on this podcast already. A while ago, I came across an article in the Retiree magazine from a psychologist called Fiona Robards, author of the book, What Makes You Happy? And I will put the link um, to that where you can get that book in the show notes as well. The article summarized the chapter of her book uh, where she suggests that the easiest way to feel happy and confident is to dress as though you already feel it. Fake it until you make it, <laughs> I would say. And this goes back to the philosophy that you choose how you feel. If you radiate happiness or confidence, people will mirror this and respond to you as though you are happy and confident and your self-image will be reinforced and the outcome is positive for everyone. So keeping yourself well-groomed and looked after is a great confidence booster. Especially when you are downsizing and starting a new chapter of your life, a style makeover could be the right thing to do. Therefore, I have invited Jane Lidlow to the show today. She is not only very stylish herself, unfortunately you can't see her, but you can look up an image on her website, uh, but she's also a personal image consultant and stylist. So if you are stuck with wearing the same things every day, and if you have a wardrobe full of stuff, but you never know what to wear, this podcast is for you. And now I'd like to wel welcome Jane. So hi, Jane. How are you today? Hello, Bettina. I'm very well, thank you. And thank you for inviting me on this um, exciting 50th um, anniversary <laughs> yes, podcast. Yes, we should have a glass of champagne. We should, should we? <laughs> yeah, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Um, let's start with the question, why is it so important to wear the right things? Well, there's a good question. And I guess the first thing to, to, um, to look at, perhaps, is what are the right things? Um, and I would say it's things that make you feel good about yourself. So mm. as you've already alluded to, um, when you look good, um, it builds your, your confidence and your self-esteem. Mm. And that, that creates this um, cycle of, of positive reinforcement because people detect that and pick up the, on that energy from yeah. you. Um, and so um, they respond to you in positive ways. And you, you almost introduce people into your life and, and opportunities into your mm. life, mm. Um, or you often do, I should say, um, that you might not otherwise have. And yeah, so, so yeah. And, and, you know, we all have to get dressed every day. Yeah. And so why not dress in a way that pleases us? Exactly. And I, I just, something came into my mind while, when I, while I was working in Germany years ago, our... Um, <clears throat> managing director in the agency I worked, he's always said you never have a second chance to make a first impression. So meaning when we went to client appointments, we should dress, well, you know, exactly like to right. a certain that's style right. and certain guidelines or whatever. So, yeah. And this is right. And you always, even I, you feel different. That's right. That's depending right. on what you wear. You do. And, and, and there have been studies, actually, that, um, yeah. that, that prove that and that... 
um, if we dress as if we, we are more intelligent, that we actually act more intelligently, which is quite yeah. fascinating. Yeah, that's right. As and well I mean, as, as um, people perceiving us as being more yeah. intelligent. So if you're dressed for your role at work, for instance, um, then mm. people perceive that you can do that job. Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing. If I, I've, Now I find it sometimes hard because if you work from home, um, after we moved here to Australia, now my life completely changed and I'm kind of sitting most of the time at home and you don't have to dress up at home. So you just wear anything in the morning, some jeans and whatever, a jumper or something. But if you, if I go out, I always sort of think about what I'm wearing. If I go to networking meetings or if I go to clients or even if I go to a meeting in a bank in the city, right. in, in the corporate arena, you, I dress automatically different. You're thinking about your audience. Yeah, and, exactly. And yeah. That's right. That's, that's the thing. And then you kind of are differently perceived. That's right. And yes. if so you, you would wear your, your tracksuit to, yeah, exactly. to a bank meeting exactly. and expect the bank manager to, to exactly. treat you with any respect. Yeah, yes. yeah this wouldn't work. <laughs> you wouldn't fit in the thing. All right, so that, that's really cool. I mean, I think that's one important thing to remember every morning you know like the way you want to be perceived or and the way you want to feel yourself to feel yourself right. yeah yes so the two sides of that coin i think yeah um <clears throat> so you do these style makeovers and how can you change the reaction of people you deal with through such a makeover right um, um so i guess there are a number of steps involved, and I like to simplify it by breaking it down. Mm. So some people can be a bit overwhelmed by what they think that they need to do. You know, it's like anything, I'm sure, with your, your downsizing, the reason people call you in is because they get totally overwhelmed mm. um, with even the thought of throwing anything out, let alone yeah. actually doing it. Um, so in a similar way with style, it can be broken down into steps, and... Um, so I've got something called the six steps to savvy style. Mm. Um, and the first four steps are all about getting to know yourself. Um, and so, you know, they, it's not just a one-off thing. Um, obviously, it doesn't necessarily need to be done on a regular basis for that. Yeah. Um, because that's more, um, it's, it's about getting to know yourself as you are now. So it's only at, at points in your in life time. where things change mm. that you might have to review that. And it includes things like um, grooming, so knowing the best hairstyle for yourself, the best makeup, um, how, you know, taking care of your clothing, that type of thing. Um, but it also includes understanding your body shape and the clothing styles that suit your body shape, understanding your colouring and mm. making sure you're wearing colours that make you um, look healthy and vibrant. Um, you know, why wouldn't you um, want to look that way? Um, mm. And especially if you can use colour to, to both make you look that way and to make you feel that way. Um, and then there's your personality that has to come into play as well. Um, because there's no point in someone putting you in an outfit that looks fantastic, but it's not you. You know, yeah, you're, not, yeah. you're not going to keep that up. Mm. You're not going to want to remember even how to do that. Mm. So those are the first four steps, um, all about getting to know yourself better. And then the, the steps where you need to learn a little bit about clothing. Um, so what's contemporary? Um, it's very important to stay contemporary, no matter what age you are, um, because people see you as, um, as with it, um, as understanding what's in your environment. Mm -hmm. um, and in a professional sense, of course, they'd see you as being competent and, un and, and up to date with modern technologies. Um, but that's true even if you're retired. Um, you know, you're more likely to attract your friends to you um, or, or to succeed in the activities you're doing 
um, if you have an understanding of, of what's current even in mm-hmm. exercise gear um, or, you know, um, just in casual wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, so the, the getting to know yourself, the, the two steps there are um, assessing your wardrobe. So I suggest doing that at least twice a year at the major change of seasons. Do you do that? <laughs> Throwing everything out. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really good. I have to t- tell you, I said the other day to my husband, you should be really lucky because my wardrobe is really tiny. Right. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm kind of ruthless. I'm throwing stuff out I'm not wearing. And I, I have a few things that I have forever right. now. And, yeah. the, you know, like these, the these things, yeah, the classics. And I brought a few business classics from Germany from my previous life. They are heavy most of the time, the wardrobe, but sometimes I need them, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it's, but I'm, yeah, I'm sort of, I I just try to change it. If I buy new stuff, I think, oh, maybe this I'm not wearing. And, right, that's but good. So I'm that's good. good. I don't have these, I can show it later to you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have these overflowing overstuffed stuff. wardrobes yeah, where you no, can't no. see anything. Yeah, and so it's important to be able to and see what, you, yeah. what you've got, And I, I realise I, I don't need a lot. You know, right. you, you, I have right. my favourite things. I'm yeah. wearing them all the time. Yeah. But other than that, I... I don't know. I, I just I bought much more clothing when I was younger in Germany. Right. Now I'm sort of not really interested in buying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I buy something if I need something, you know. But I'm sort of yeah. I I, I tend more to interior stuff, you know, like home homeware shops. Right. So that's my uh, <laughs> where I keep buying stuff I don't need. Maybe, but <laughs> okay. So that's yeah. your your buying your shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm yeah, I hardly it's. it's I'm not going shopping clothing in the city for hours, and I just so, so there are different um, yeah. there are different um, personality you know wardrobe personalities yeah. even. So there's the minimalist, but it sounds as if maybe you're more yeah. towards the minimalist. Yeah, maybe in that sense, I'm not, and I'm not a minimalist overall, but in that sense, but maybe not a collector. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas there are some people who just can't let go of things because um, mm. they've got an emotional attachment to them, mm. and even if they're not wearing them. They're keeping and keeping them in their wardrobe space mm. Um, mm. where it's cluttering things up. I mean, yeah. you must see this all the time, um, you know, with your downsizing. Yeah, I, I have seen imagine. wardrobes there. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm not there to dictate to a woman what it is that she must or, or mustn't yeah. do. Um, I'm there to work with her and, um, and, and try to put her in a better space, basically. Yeah. Um, and so, as far as style is concerned, when you're assessing your wardrobe, it's good to have those your style criteria. So that you know comes from getting to know yourself mm. um, with those four steps that I've just mentioned. Um, but it's and, and it's also important to have some idea about what's what's current because there's so much choice out there in the yeah. shops at the moment that it can be totally overwhelming, yeah. Um, yeah. which is a common thing. Um, and so when you go into your wardrobe, you also have an idea of the type of activities that you're going to be doing for the next um, three months to three to six months. Mm. Um, because then you, the idea is to work out outfits that are going to accommodate Fe- those. Yeah, things. So then yeah. that brings us to the next step, that when you identify those gaps, um, it's better yeah. to strategically uh, shop. Um, yeah. And so the next part of knowing about clothing comes with knowing where to find those things that you're mm. looking for that suit your style criteria. Mm. Um, so I like that. Can I go back to that assessing step? So how do you actually do that? Is that, I mean, I read a lot about decluttering because right. that is a major topic for people who downsize. Yes. And there are different methods out there and everyone has a different thing. But I found one method that I really um, 
can relate to and I find most efficient. That's the, the method from that Japanese lady, um, Marie Kondo. She has uh, published that bestseller about decluttering the, okay. the, um, uh, the magic about tidying up. Right, and so it's it's a really cool book. It's not very big, and I read it in one on one Sunday. But she kind of says this: you have to do it by categories, and then declutter, and then get everything out of the bookshelf, the wardrobe, the whatever you have there, whatever right. you're working on. So, for example, with the clothing, she suggests then to get um, everything out of your wardrobe, right, and also collect stuff from other areas in your house and bring it to that one pile or one uh -huh. room so because uh -huh. people scatter their um, storage yes. usually so yes. they have clothing in their bedrooms in their kids bedrooms in the garage in the guest room there's another little thing and so they she says do it by categories and then go through your pants and your shirts and your whatever right. you have right. and then really hold up every piece yeah take every piece and think about is, does that bring any joy or pleasure uh -huh. to my life now? Yeah. Not 50 years ago, but yeah. now. Yeah. And is that something I, I really like and appreciate like me? And then she, she says, and then if not, you have to be ruthless and right. put it on the pile to sort it. So this is this kind of physically taking everything out of the wardrobe or whatever uh -huh. you're decluttering and, and looking at everything and then only sorting in what you actually want to keep right yeah. and i guess partly that would um if you if you do that approach it would um depend on um how much how big your wardrobe is and how much time that you yeah, have at, at sure. one, in one it, that stretch. is not done in one hour of no, course that right. depends it's, um, it can be a longer and project, also the, yeah. the process that i have um there's some pre-work before that mm. which is that getting to know yourself yeah so that you have in your hand your your criteria your personal style criteria before you actually do that stage. Yeah. Um, and of course, if you're doing it with me, then I'm actually helping with that whole assessment um, phase. So I've got, actually got a process that I take um, yeah. women through um, that um, helps them to understand what they want their style to be now and how they mm. want to be perceived. Um, and it's until you understand that, um, mm. your body shape and some of the rules about mm. um, what suit your shape and your colouring... Um, and you, you know the, the, mm. the personality and the lifestyle aspects, and then with all of that in hand, we can go into the wardrobe. Um, one of the first things I would suggest a woman does, perhaps even without reviewing it, is to get out of the wardrobe anything that's um, not for the current season. Mm. Um, so, for instance, um, you know if, uh, we're just about um, to get into our spring, um, maybe spring summer. If you if you're doing the two categories yeah, yeah. together, which a lot of women do. Um, into the, that spring-summer um, review. Um, so um, when that, that happens, make sure um, that it's at a time when the weather is, has changed and you can put away all of your winter um, outfits. Mm -hmm. So um, keep out any of the trans-seasonal stuff that maybe you were wearing um, in autumn, but um, just rem remove. So put into either you know, storage in a different room if you have a different wardrobe somewhere else or in a suitcase um, mm -hmm. Or in a you know a, some sort of packaging um, mm -hmm. that's that's somewhere else, but just get it out of the way um, because you're not going to be wearing it now, and it's just going to clutter things up. Mm -hmm. um, so one way to to break things down is just to think of it for the next three months or three to six months, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. it makes it slightly less overwhelming task. Mm. So basically, you get rid of that 
the you're putting old it stuff to one you're not side, wearing, you're deferring. That's right. You're yeah. deferring, looking at that until so, it becomes relevant. Yeah, and then the you season. look at what's left in there, and then exactly. you kind of go through like, okay, we have five suits or something exactly. and then if the lady says I'm actually not retired, wearing suits, yes. yeah, so really, if you're retired so, then clearly um, maybe yeah. we can split the suit and I can show her how to um, maybe you could use to, the, to re repurpose the it yeah, restyle exactly. it yeah um, yeah exactly um, but sometimes it just needs to go because mm. that was a previous life yeah and exactly. sometimes it can be hard to do that um, you know I know I've been guilty of that too um, hanging on to suits mm. from my old corporate life um <laughs> that, you know, I really don't need anymore. Um, and so it's, but it's a good idea to just, you know, say, okay, well, it served you well. Mm, um, exactly. Just acknowledge that it, it did take it, it the was a good life. But yeah, and it's, they I don't think, owe you anything. Yes. And yeah, and I think that once you've done that and it's out of your sight, it really relieves you. You know, it's it kind of, it, it right. not only saves, it creates new space, but you, you don't hang on to it. That's right. And that, that's another philosophy of this decluttering book um, often these things like what you say you can't let go of that suit or you can't let go of this shirt from 10 years ago or whatever they anchor you in the past right. they, they don't let you embrace the future basically right. because you hang with that stuff still and you think I have this and that and it kind of unconsciously keeps you it's like back. an energy blockage yeah, yeah yeah and you can't really you can't really you don't have that blank canvas to appreciate the future and, and go forward and do right. new, new things and this is another thing why they all these books or all these philosophers say you have to really be ruthless and cut that anchor and say okay but but it goes and I mean you some can some people just don't don't want to you know they're not ready to do that, yeah. and so I, you know, there are also ways to do interim steps, interim, yeah, um, so that you don't have to um, just go in there and throw everything out. Yeah, you know. But sometimes for the downsizing part, you have to because people can't take everything to their unless they're going to do home. yeah off yeah. offsite storage. That's right, which costs yeah. a hell of money. Exactly, <laughs> I'm exactly. not promoting offsite storage. I rather say think about this sure. is one of the philosophies with that planning ahead and, and this in. Includes the furniture, more or less, and thinking about what is going to fit in your new space. And this mm -hmm. is like, of course, the wardrobe is, is, a, yeah. is a part of that. That's right. Um, plan ahead to avoid all these costly mistakes, like moving stuff, and then on the day, the removalists can't put everything in the new place, so they have right. to take it out. Or it's right. standing there. What no, are we doing now? I heard all these stories, and then it goes back in the truck, but the truck can't. You can't leave it in there because they need that truck for right. other stuff. Right. So you have to kind of come up with a storage solution, in, which <laughs> oh, is all money you you could spend for something else. Yes. You know, like this yes. is. So it, I think it's really important to do that planning, and, and of course, the wardrobe is part of the. Furniture, or anything yes. you have in your yes. in your um, in your house, and you have to just plan ahead what what is the storage options in the new home. Yes, you know, if you yes, move indeed. to a two bedroom apartment, you don't have massive wardrobe space. You have two bedrooms, and I mean, I did um, I talked to a couple who downsized from a house to to Manly to two bedroom apartment, and we have also the um, the case study on the podcast here. It was number I think thirty six, episode thirty six. Um, and they, yeah, they have a two-bedroom apartment, and <laughs> the second bedroom is going to be, it's a guest room or going to be an office maybe, it's at the moment, it's still not really decided what that room is going to be, but yeah, in their bedroom there's then one wardrobe, you know, like right. built in often in these apartments, so you have to sort of really Fit within think that space, about yes. what, what you need, and 
And the thing is, it's better to do it beforehand it than, than taking yes. all that stuff and then you have no space to put it on your faces. Yeah. Right. And of course, with wardrobe, that's an ongoing thing. Um, you mm. know, and, um, so for instance, mm. um, it's often a good, good, um, philosophy to say, okay, if I'm introducing something to my wardrobe, then something has to be retired from yeah, it and go yeah. out, go out um, yeah. so that you're not building on that clutter. Because, you know, of course, much. if you've just yeah. got rid of everything, you've now got maybe sp- some, you know, mm. gaps mm. to fill within your yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. Um, and so um, that's part of a, that regular review process. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is also a developing thing. It because is, of course. If I now hear... Um, Tammy, who's that couple who downsides, and she tells me, we're doing completely different things now. You know, we're doing more walking, more exactly. cycling, more sports, so you will need more sports gear maybe than That's you had right. before. Yes, yeah, so or so casual, casual More casual wear. stuff or yes. whatever that is. An office and, anymore. Yeah, yes. exactly. Or, I don't know, but you, you have to kind of shift and basically experience your new lifestyle and then see how that's right that and evolves. make and then adjustments you can in your wardrobe that's adjust right. it again yeah, yes yeah. yeah but I think I don't know as I said before I think we actually don't need that much no we don't and I mean, actually you wear always the same thing <laughs> I guess most people do that they and, have and that's, same and that's sad that, that actually a lot of a lot of women do just wear the same things over and over again in the same combination and mm. sometimes um, women might actually have a larger wardrobe um, than they need because they're buying separate outfits. And um, one of the, um, the, the, the values that I can add is showing them how to um, combine their clothes in different ways. Mm. And so That's it looks as though, it feels as though they have a huge wardrobe, um, and yet they don't need as many clothes to do that. Yeah. You know, and the trick of adding an accessory, um, yeah. and if you've got a fairly neutral canvas be- behind it, yeah. all people see is that new accessory. They don't notice that you maybe that you're wearing the same thing behind it. Exactly. But if, you keep, if you keep changing yeah, the yeah, accessories, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's clever. Um, yeah, and of course it's, that's a cheaper thing to add into your um, exactly. wardrobe each that's season as well. Same with the furniture, mixing and matching. Yes, it, that what I, I love that philosophy or that approach because you don't have to spend all the money on designer stuff. You can go and to IKEA matching, or yes. you even in in antique shops or in on. <laughs> general clean up sometimes you find really cool stuff right. which again you know make up a bit or reupholster that chair or whatever and um, yeah so yes, this I've is the thing really changing funky, around, um, yeah. upholstery um, yeah, yeah there's a shop here in, in um, Brookvale that has yeah. someone out on the pavement sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. wonderful things yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah it's this um, sort of a similar approach yes, the clothes yes, right. and the color yeah i liked it when you talked about the color because this is the same color as in interior decorating is the most well, they powerful tool. and the colors inform each other too don't they <clears throat> the, the the current trends in home decorating mm. are yeah. often the same yeah. colors that in, comes in often what, as well yeah, yeah. what comes from the big fashion shows in america or europe or somewhere then a season later it's in the interior right <laughs> so yeah often that um but i'm yeah i'm kind of still i mean i'm not a person who always follows the current fashion you know i, I have some classics or things that right, i just yes. like you know yes. and then i just stick them and that's, that's great you know fashionable your own mind. or not you know like but you know your own mind and yeah. you always look completely contemporary um so you know you're doing yeah, it in a contemporary yeah, way yeah, even though yeah. you're integrating older pieces with new yeah, pieces yeah yeah that's really um now i think we already spoke a bit about how you help clients 
Um, Indeed. Yes. What you just said with an ex- because I said here have here the question and example how you helped a client. So it's basically that six. It's going process. through. That's yeah. right. It's doing what I call the style discovery process. Mm. It's the starting point. Yeah. Um, and you know, and then of course I can also do the ongoing help with um, doing the wardrobe audits and the shopping, mm. um, and then showing women how to wear and how to integrate the new purchases mm. back into their wardrobe so that they get the most wear out of them. Yeah, so basically once they've sorted out, they've assessed the wardrobe and then we took we took the non-seasonal clothing out and then we've sorted the other things and then you can, you go also if they want shopping with them and help yes. them to find... That's um, right, that's right. The right. That's really interesting. So people, is that people don't know where to look for things? A or? lot of women, contrary to popular belief, most women did not like shopping. Um, and partly it's because they don't know their own style, partly it's because they don't know where to look, mm. um, or they might feel intimidated by some of the, um, the shop assistants. And so, mm. you know, I can help with all of that. And I have one client in particular who now uses me every season, um, and she says that she never thought she could enjoy shopping, and now she has a wardrobe that she absolutely loves. She's a, a very much a minimalist. She's retired. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see everything hanging separately in her closet with space in between, um, and she's very happy to do that. She wears the few clothes that she has to death. I've shown her how to make you know hundreds of outfits out of the few pieces that yeah, she has, yeah, yeah. Um, and she knows exactly what she has, and she just loves um, you know that that time that we have in the mm, shops. And, mm. and she said to me, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe I just enjoyed that shopping trip. I never yeah, thought I'd yeah, say yeah, that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, because I, I what, a reason why I don't enjoy shopping here is yeah. because I had this experience that I never if I. I'm wearing a lot of pants more than skirts right. or dresses, right. but it's really hard to find one that is fitting, that's long enough, that's, right. fi- that's fitting my, you know, the, right. the figure I have, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And in Germany, I know exactly yes. where to go. Yes. There's one brand where I always everything. Yeah. So I kind of, when I'm back, I just go in that shop and buy everything, oh, not everything, but three pairs of pants, I say, can you have them in other colors? Right. And then I bring them, this is just because it's more efficient. I spend days and walking in the city through David Jones and all these shops, you know, and then you, as you said, there's so much stuff, but after the fifth and pair trying, of pants, yeah. trying and they're not yeah. fitting, I just yeah. have enough, and I said, I know what <laughs> I'm so that's, doing. That. This so that's is part the of my service. Yeah. I do the pre-shop for this my clients, my... so that they go in trying on <gasps> things. Yeah. Um, they might have to try a few things before we get it to work, but because we've done that pre-work, because yeah. I know exactly what their body shape mm-hmm. is, I know what style they like, I know what styles suit them, um, okay. I then do the legwork and, and, and find out where to buy those things oh, that right, suit okay. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then when this they're shopping is, with me, they're just, it's the end product. I'm giving, the, the I'm giving them, uh, we're yeah. going into the fitting rooms, I'm giving them the clothes mm. to try on, um, and we can work out very quickly whether it works or not. Mm. So, you know, mm. it ends up being a very quick and painless process for yeah. them. Yeah, this is the thing. I just, I just don't have the time to spend hours in this, you know, right. this is the thing. Right. And then I just... Yeah, and often if I the, the other thing is when I buy something, I see something, I'm like, oh, that looks good, and I try it on. Oh, that fits, so I just take it right. because right. It, I didn't look for that, but yes. it's something yes. that works with my yeah. thing. And as you said, I, I, you know what colors I like, and then usually I find other stuff that 
goes with it, right. you know, so yeah. you just well, keep good. on changing. But you see, lots things. of women don't know what, what, well, they might know what colours they like, but they're not sure if those colours suit them. Mm. So they avoid them because they don't know, which I think is Maybe sad. I get a shock if you look in my wardrobe and tell me, oh, that doesn't really suit you. <laughs> oh, no, but you know, most of the things I've seen you, and everything I've seen you in suits you. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, all right. So what else do we have? Um... Yeah, so it is kind of we touched everything. Um, what would you recommend for empty nesters who often have declutter to declutter lots of stuff in big, big wardrobes um, before they can, before they move to their new home? Is yeah, so I think we've um, touched on that. But just to recap, yeah. Um, so it would be identifying what their style criteria are. So you know they'd need to allow enough time um, mm. to to work through that process. Um, And then to um, to think of it season at a time and think yeah. about the events that they've got coming up. Um, and, of course, um, you know, once you've got the criteria in hand, um, including what your lifestyle is likely yeah. to be, what you, th what you think it is going to be at the moment, uh, you know, or, or coming up, um, you've got some basis against which mm. to make the decision. And I think this is the point. I think a lot of people move, they don't know. what. <laughs> yes. What they actually are going to well, do. So this it's, is, it's this tough, goes always yeah. back to this planning phase. Yeah. And I had that in, I think, every podcast I'm talking to someone about one topic. It's always going back, back to that to same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> really plan ahead what, where actually, and it starts with what is your future lifestyle? Mm -hmm. How do you want to live? Yeah. Do you want to live in the city, in the country, near the water, or somewhere, in an apartment, in a townhouse, or what? Yes. And, but you have to start So what's your really dream, early. what's your vision, yes. And then, because the, I, I think people are in that situation, they have this five-door water or whatever in a massive thing in bedrooms. It's full of stuff, and they, they just... They don't actually know what to That's sort out, right. because they don't know... So they take everything, you know. This is that... It always goes back to this planning mm -hmm. yes. stage. Yes. This is really interesting. So kind of start earlier and, and um, seek the help of the different people That's right. that, that That's can. Right. Because yeah, there are I professionals think, there to help yeah. with, the, with that downsizing. And yes. I, I think I, people can save a lot of money in the end and also time and stress if they, if they did that. But some just don't do it. They think they... Yeah can do it themselves or they just or maybe they don't everything. know some yeah. people don't know unfortunately that you know you and I people like yeah. you and I exist yeah. Um, yeah. to help yeah. help exactly with really those things interesting yeah so it's kind of this really sitting down planning ahead what yeah how is your life going to look like yes in the future and then yeah. start um, and work towards that yeah, yeah. start and then start uh, basically Looking for the right place to live. Yes. This is again. This is always yes. the same thing. So, you, do you want to live in a retirement village or in an apartment thing or in a townhouse? Or, but if you don't know how you what you want to do in the next ten years or so or twenty, how you want to live, then it's hard to answer all these questions. And That's this right. is why I think people just move everything and then think we sort that out later. Right. Or yes. yes, but that costs again a lot of money, and then. They could save, I think, a lot of money when they... And stress. Stress, yeah, exactly. When they... <laughs> Moving all that... You know, stuff hefting all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah I think we covered um, the process in most of it. Is there anything you would like to add or um, say? Not that I can think about at the moment. Yeah. All right. Then um, maybe we... Um, 
it's good time to um, inform people about where they can find you in the internet if they want to look how you look first yes. <laughs> and um, learn a bit See more about yeah, um, find out more. Yes. yeah I think you also have a newsletter so they could I do, subscribe yes. to a newsletter and get some information if they are hesitant to contact you <laughs> straight away and yes yeah yes. so just um, where where do people find you um, so my website is style makeover HQ um, which stands for headquarters.com um, yeah and it's but it's written with uh, style um, uh, minus makeover. Is that right? Minus so, HQ? Like? Um, so there is actually a redirection. Um, oh, but okay. my actual website is style-makeover-hq.com. Okay. Yeah. yeah so but um, style-makeover-hq.com should find me as well. As well. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that's fantastic. So everyone, please check out this website. There's a lot of need... information on there That's as well. right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you need some style inspiration and mm-hmm. uh, maybe some help to declutter your wardrobe. <laughs> So thank you so much for being here today, Jane, well, thank you, and um, we had a nice conversation. And I hope and you helped some people, yeah. Yeah, surely. So this brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, if you find this podcast valuable, please return the favor. You can do it in several ways. The first one is uh, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. This will help promote the show and is much appreciated. The second um, opportunity is... Um, donating um, per weekly show on Patreon. So this is to support my time producing these episodes every week. Um, you find more about how that works on uh, the following website, www.patreon. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Bettina Deda. Um, I just, I'm very honored to have a community of people who appreciate what I do. Um, our podcast has almost 2,500 downloads now. Thank you so much for listening to the shows and the support and for giving me the opportunity to um, add value to your life and um, hopefully contributing in a meaningful way. Uh, there's also a Facebook competition running at the moment with part of the um, downsizing campaign with Howard Storage World. So you can go on the Howard Storage World Facebook page to participate in this competition. Uh, the winner will um, get a free consultation with me, a one-hour consultation plus a signed copy of my book. And then there are four runner-ups runner uh, who will get um, a signed copy of the book as well. So just go on Facebook, Howard Storage World, and you find the um, page where you can enter. You just have to write in 25 words or less what your downsizing challenges are. So that's really easy. (laughs) So please um, go ahead and participate in this competition. And finally, if you are planning to downsize and don't know where to start, please visit my website, downsizewithstyle.com, where you can book your personal downsizing consultation to get a head start on your downsizing journey. Thank you so much for listening today. I wish you a great week and hopefully we catch up next week. Bye. Bye. Oh,